What's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Apex After Hours. So much to discuss. Pro League regular season is officially over. Done. Dusted. E8, they sneak into the regional finals, but barely two placements away from missing it after a great start to the Pro League. Meanwhile, the tripods miss it by just a bit. A lot of discussion around NRG, Wildcard, Lanimals, TSM, even FaZe potentially losing their footing. Whole lot to discuss today, and guess what? To do so, it's not just me. It's not just Snipe Down, your typical co-host of the competition. And we have two very outspoken, as I tweeted, individuals and members of this community excited to welcome in none other than Madness. And yes, Designful is here. We all thought he was going to bail. I was convinced he was going to bail. He made it. Designful, if you guys did not qual, would you be here right now? Hell no, Fallout. Hell no. <laughs> I would not be here, bro. Here I am tweeting that you're a man of your word. You're full of respect. You wouldn't miss it. But you're, you're acknowledging if you, if you didn't qual, you'd be gone. You'd be... Oh, no shot. No shot. I'd be crying in my bed. <laughs> I, I respect the passion, I'd man. Angry, I'd, be, I'd be in the comp right now going crazy on everything. <laughs> Wild it out. Seven drinks in, just going insane. Uh, Madness, thanks for joining us, man. You obviously had the day off today. You had a chance to kick back, relax, watch the action. How are you feeling right now, and how are you feeling about Wildcard's chances of making it? Um. Well, there's a lot of surprises, I think, going today, and there's also, like, in the positive and negative, I really did not anticipate Glitch popping off but it definitely throws a wrench into the mix for sure um a little bit underperformance from what lg and energy today so that really makes it a lot of teams up for grabs for that last few slots of land so i feel good uh, we already talked with the guys about what kind of like went wrong yesterday um we're gonna be changing a few things that i think really will net us a positive but um yeah i'm super excited for the last day of regionals Hell yeah. Thanks again for joining, man. Look, it's long overdue. We've been trying to get you on the show for, I think, a week or two now. And, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of, of all your takes and all, everything that you bring to the community. So thank you. Congrats again on the wild oh, card I, I signing. You guys have been showing up big time. You, yeah, I love it. We'll talk about that and more. Uh, last but not least, Rona. Phase in what, sixth, seventh overall? And where are you guys at right now? How are you feeling? You guys were like on Let's top of the world. Let's see. Uh, we're in sixth place. Uh, 100 Thieves is one point behind us, so we, we still stay ahead of them. But I mean, yeah, I mean, we have a 10 point cushion, um, but there's a lot of teams that are. You know, I mean, great teams. I mean, Wildcard, Energy, Complexity, Lanimals popped off this past week. You know, Meat Lovers, LG, all these teams are great teams. And we're going to finally see, um, you know, the 20 best teams going into this regional final. So it's going to be, I think, higher quality. And yeah. <laughs> and we're going to finally see, like, the best of the best go at it. Because we keep seeing these groups. And every group has a couple outliers in there that, you know, might change the way the lobbies are played. But, uh, you know, we're, we're heading into the final week of the 20 best North American teams, and it's it's going to be interesting to see who comes out on top because there's a lot on the line. Yeah, that's right. Look, I, I remember, you know, a good amount of drama, discussion, hype going into who was going to call for split one playoffs. I don't remember it being this insane. I mean, there's so many stories. There's so many teams that can still make it. So many big names and big teams like NRG and TSM. Obviously, we had Optic. We had Furia last time around, but... But uh, do you guys remember it being this crazy? Was it or is it just me thinking it's it's crazier now? It's much it tighter. So close. It's much it's tighter. So close. It's all coming down to the last day. Like NA is like so competitive. It's ridiculous. I, I want to say the gap between like because we got an extra land spot. The gap between tenth and eleventh last split was like was nine points. I think ninety three points was tenth place and eleventh place was eighty four, which was Furia. So that gap is not going to be there this time around. There's going to be two three teams that are on that eleventh place bubble. Um, I mean, you look right now. Ninth place is seventy two points and thirteenth place is seventy. So it's very very tight at the, those bottom few spots. Spots. 
That's wild. You're right. We'll pull up the standings here in a second. I think Chrono's looking to get him added as a screenshot. Look, he's already got it. That's amazing. I don't know if we have a page two, but for page one, you're spot on. So that's what Eric's referencing. Ninth place, Luminosity with 72, tied with Meat Lovers, who, again, another team that had a really, really good start. And I think, uh, I wouldn't say it's fallen off, but didn't have the best finish necessarily. They're now in 10th. They were the kind of dark horse team, undoubtedly. Or I could have said wildcard team, but I had to reserve that honor for wildcard themselves. In 11th with 71. And what you can't see right here is NRG in 12th with 71 points, tied with wildcard. Currently will not qualify if things ended today. And Complexity right behind, who also had a good start with 70 and then Lanimals just two points behind them 14th with 68 points that's Alberlelli, Naughty and Lou so yeah I mean undoubtedly things are a lot crazier here you're on the fringe right there Madness I want to give you the floor um you your thoughts on these teams you're, you're about to be going up, up against some titans here in the regional finals yeah so we actually talked about it a little bit in like the pre-game show it's like like uh Snipe was talking about as well from ninth place you have 72 points and then it drops I would even argue Lanimals is still just as close because it's only like two points difference yep. at 68. Then it drops to 60. Um, I would argue it's genuinely going to be anyone's game from ninth place to 14th. It's going to come down to that last day at regionals of who can be on top. Um, yesterday we had a lot of, uh, we've been trying new comps a little bit uh, just because we were a little bit more comfortable now that we had the other second place. We had a little bit of a cushion. Um, but it just fell super short. The lobby didn't play out exactly how I anticipated, which is on me ultimately as an IGL. And I accept that responsibility. Um, but we've already done a deep dive into kind of like what went wrong. And I think going into regionals, I feel really good. And like I was just saying, it's any of those six teams games, it's literally going to come down to, you know, who's on top that day to take those spots. Yeah, and, and you know, so for those that don't know, I want to take some time to kind of explain because I think there's some confusion still for the format. I would say it's a confusing format uh, until someone just actually explains it to you. It makes sense, but it's hard to understand if you don't really follow the ALGS. So for those that are not aware, there is uh, 11 qualifying spots, not 10. We had 10 qualifying spots for split one because of North America's performance as a region at the split one land playoffs. They earned one additional qualifying spot and EMEA, I believe, lost one qualifying mm -hmm. spot. APAC, um, APAC, it, 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 it was, APAC North. Yeah. It was APAC North. Yeah, good luck, Eric. So APAC North lost one qualifying spot. So uh, very, very interestingly enough, there's 11 spots that qualify now. It's basically overall standings as the end of Pro League. So now Pro League is over, nine match days total, but the entirety of Pro League is not done yet. There is a regional match point final, which has two twists. One, it also goes towards your overall standings. So right now, the top 11 means nothing. Wildcard in 11th place, you might think they're going to qual. No, they will not if they do not perform next weekend. And then teams like NRG, Complexity, Lanimals, maybe even Oxygen Esports with a big performance can get 25 points with a with a first place finish. Uh, the second twist, speaking of first, or sorry, I'll say 21 points with the second place finish. The second twist is if you win the match point final next week, you are in, period. It doesn't matter where you end up in the standings. So when we look at that second page, E8 down in 18th place. That's you, Design. That's you, Design. We need that dove. What's the prep going to look do. like for we, that? We, we fucking do. Yeah. Uh, basically, we're just going to land wall every single fucking game and you know, run it down minute TSM like we did in the scrims because we 3 0 them last time. So we're just going to try it again and like hope. And like, like Hal said before, he literally said when they were like down and out, he goes, "Yeah, well, obviously, like, if we're not gonna make it, we're just gonna we're just gonna hard grief you because we don't want you to go. So now we gotta kind of like return the favor, you know? Oh. Now we gotta like return the favor. They're not safe. 
you know, kind of just sprinted down mid at him. You know, that, that's what they said to us. So we might okay. as well do it back. Okay. I'm kidding. I'm totally kidding. I'm totally kidding. I need to follow. I know. We're going yeah. Bean we're getting armory. We're going Bean. We're getting armory. And we're, we're playing our game. We're playing our game. Dude, yesterday we, we were three men contested for a car by Native Gaming. Why did you not contest? Why did you not contest TSM? You won the you won the three zero. We talked about that. I, I I don't know what was the call to to choose not to. I think you got the anyone in this community, bro. What happened? I don't make the calls anymore. I'm not the IGL, okay? Because actually we should play it safe. And I was like, you know what? I'm down. Like let's do it. <laughs> so you and agreed? Then, you you know, didn't fight back? That's surprising to hear. I, I would expect no, a veto no, there. I said it like yeah, four I know. Times. I literally said it even while we were still landing. I was like, yo, like. I think game one should have been game one should have been tested. Like, let's go. Let's go. Like we're on Rampart Loba. I think we're beating him. Like let's drop. Let's get it. And then you didn't. But, yeah. I think it's always worth to try it at least game one. If you win game one, then they're on the they're on the defense. And, the, and then at, at least game one. But you'd like tuck in your tail. Yeah. That was the time. I'm on linear now. I'm shooting nukes like. Oh yeah, dude. Don't talk. Don't, don't, don't talk. Do you okay, actually? So now, now we can't. Obviously, you, you can't give away the full game plan here. But you're just baiting all of us live on stream. You came in with all the confidence in the world, saying you're going to drop wall on TSM, and then you said, "Never mind, psych. We're going to be pansy." What, what's the decision? <laughs> Come on, you got to let us know what, what the, what the thought process. I mean, realistically, is. if we hit match point, like we're we're probably going to want to switch to like a zone comp. So if we're just contesting, I don't know. I mean, I also don't want to get that's the fair. Threats. Like it's. I mean. They, is it they that bad? Off. They had it, it they is, had good, yeah. They had it, is, it is that bad, yeah. And, like, yeah. the plot armor, like, it played out for them. And, like, it, honestly, for, like, most of the fans, it would be sick to see them go because they are, like, such a big part of Apex. So it's probably in our best interest to just let them rock. Like, they, they proved themselves wow. and they pulled it back. You're saying for the greater good of Apex Legends, the Apex Legends scene, you're going to be selfless and let them oh, rock? Oh, yeah, not, not because I, I fuck with them at all, no. It's just, <laughs> just for the fans. Like, just for you guys. Like, we'll let them go. Like, it's cool. Like, whatever. You know, I'll, uh, what a grace. We're switching it up. We're going, we're going from the TSM hate train to the TSM. What we welcome you, you know, we're all one, yeah. one team. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Gosh. Um, I, this has been a roller coaster just to start this show. First, first I got excited thinking we we're going to have Jerry Springer esque drama next week with you guys dropping on them in scrims all week. Um, it, listen, if you, if you're just trolling us and you end up, dropping them in scrims and then catfish and run away in the match again next week, I will lose all respect for you. So p practice how you play, dude. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying. I've been trying my best. Okay? <laughs> you don't think I've been practicing and playing <laughs> fucking hard all fucking season? I've been trying. This man switched to linear and everything. Crazy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm I'm not on the train one, yet. I, I, dude, I switched to 106 FOV snipe. Oh my god. It's a cheat code. They can't I play 104. Right I like it. Dude, it's, it's cheats. Why, why have I been playing 110? I went back to all my original settings before, uh, before like last year's ALGS. Like when I, I was cooking shit, I went back to 106 FOV. I went back to Origin. I went back to 138 frames. Oh, not the like Origin head casing. Uh -oh. I'm like crazy. Dude, everyone, everyone's like, yo, yo you got to play on Origin. It's better than Steam. Yeah. I'm like, dude, I, I just don't listen. Everyone's like, get on the linear train. Everyone, everyone was just hyping up Classic like six months ago. It, I think I was playing steady for the first year and a half of this game. Like I just think it's such a preference. I could break it down. I could break it down. Classic, you have to be on your shit to not let the linear people get close to you. But there's gonna be fuck ups. People are gonna get hit, nades. Like you're gonna get sniped, and they're gonna close that distance on you. Linear, you just gotta let them get close to you. So it's easier to let somebody get close to you than to not let them get close to you. Basically, mm. is like what I'm saying. So like close range linear is just is broken. You just gotta bait them to walk into you. 
classic you got to keep them at a range that's it exactly also depend on team comps too you know if you're playing like a rotate you know find a position and chill team comp versus an aggro edge team comp that's interesting i wonder if like we're going to see like sub metas come through where you have linear controller players in your team so you should play edge that's uh that's actually really really interesting madness you're holding down like we've never done this before on the show we're going to do it this is the first and last time we will do it because god knows i'm not going to entertain this or allow this as the host of this show mnk and, 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 and controller balanced or not balanced madness you you start i mean I think there's definitely like specific advantages and disadvantages to both. I, I think with being an Apex from the beginning, since it was just Snipe and Wig were the only like four players, um, the good old days. But oh, yeah. I think ultimately, I'm not going to lie, I used to be on the really like bad controller hate bandwagon, but I've kind of gotten to the point with Apex and where it's developed as a game. I think it doesn't matter the input. It's like, in most cases, whatever team can fight better as like a unit is gonna win most cases. And I wouldn't drown out you underperforming based on, you know, being triple MK, look at Hundred Thieves, and then you have other top controller teams doing well. I think ultimately it just comes down to your ability to fight as a team, not really your input. Honestly, that's my genuine viewpoint on it. That was Dang. our downfall. That was our downfall. hundred <laughs> percent. Like we have good rotations, we have the firepower. And it's the comms. It's all comms with your team. It's like that flow. It's that flow. Yeah. It's overcoming. To like, like it's better to overcome than undercome. Yeah, I agree. For sure. This is the most refreshing MNK versus controller discussion I've ever had in my life. Like, do you have you have no idea how much I respect both of that? Those answers matter, especially <laughs> you as an MNK player, one of the few remaining MNK players. That I like to say. <laughs> oh my gosh, not just blaming controller and saying yeah. it's OP and using that as a crutch, saying, look, at the end of the day, we control our own fate with comms. Is what you're saying? It comes down to team comp, how you play as a team. Yeah. yeah also, I mean, you even, just have to play here if you're mouse. Yeah, that too. <laughs> even if it was like, if, even if that was the case, it's like. It's, it's how the game is. If you want to compete and you want to be the best, like it's an excuse of something you can't change. You can't change that people use controller. You can't change that people use MNK. So it's like, it's just like a waste of energy to just excuse your faults to something that you can't even control anyways. Yeah, makes sense. And uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'm glad we had that done and dusted. We were never going to bring that up again in this spot on the show because <laughs> that was the best possible discussion we could have on this show. Unless and on a good discussion. note, yeah. And on a good note, I, I love that. And I'm actually, I've been saying it for a long time. I am afraid it's a controversial take. Everyone's going to roast me because controller is the flavor of the month right now. And everyone's saying, oh, P it is. But I really do believe overall in the grand scheme of things, controllers, you know, or, sorry, mouse keeper can tap strafe better. They can strafe while looting. They have the long range advantage. I think overall it, it balances itself out. And I think it is balanced personally, but that's my uh, my two cents. And I, either way, I like the diversity of MNK and controller players overall. Uh, so yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a healthy state. Let's go back to the discussion here. We started jumping into wild card. We started jumping into EA. Let's start with E8 though. Big storyline today. EA if they got E8 <laughs> if they got twentieth place, dead last. Which you were in dead last until like game five or four. No, game six. Game six until game six. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. <laughs> no, we were in 20th place going into game six. You were in dead last. You would not. Uh, this have this guy, Zach, goes, yo, like, we need to fight this like our lives are on the line. I'm like, Zach, they are. They are. Yeah. But, like, like, I don't know why you're saying that. It's not a good illusion. They're on the line. Like, we got to ball out. If you guys would have gotten your spot taken by tripods getting second place, if what they would got you have 19th done? or 20th, they wouldn't have called. So they had to yeah. get 18th or better, is what I'm looking at here. Um, what, would, what would you have done, dude? I don't know, man. Like, if Gent took your I, lunch I money, bro, that and Nick Merckx. No, no, no. Gent wouldn't be bad, that bad. Like, it would you be know, Nick. He's a dad. Congrats, dude. Congrats, dad. Do your thing. But like, oh my God, I've gotten Nick like every day in Realm for some reason. Like, like for some reason, somebody up there just keeps putting me with this old man, and like, hey, watch it. Oh, the conversations, <laughs> man. 
they would not have been good. Like he he would have cooked my shit. Straight up. <laughs> yeah. Bad. Especially by the way it would have happened. Like you couldn't get 18th place and they had to get second place. But uh, sadly, Tripods falls in fourth overall. I want to quickly talk about that. And, and also we'll wrap up on E8. Um, Eric, you know, obviously you and Nick have been longtime MLG competitors. You know, the two old guys of the scene. Uh, he was a Gears pro, you were a Halo pro. Uh, your thoughts on Tripod's performance today and really their trajectory. It's been a lot of ups and downs as a team. I mean, I'm, ha I'm super happy for them. Honestly, I think that they had a huge turnaround. I think they were in dead last at one point during this Pro League split. And then the final two weeks, they got a fourth place today, which is which is huge. It bolstered them all the way into the 22nd place, I believe, where they're no longer relegated. Um, and I think it's just great for the scene. You know, they've had a lot of people on their ass this entire, this entire Pro League split about their performance. And every one of those members on that team is, you know, they're putting someone on a pedestal while bringing others down and I think the switch up in the last two weeks letting Nick IGL ended up being a good thing they found their dynamic going into this um and they got a they got a huge fourth place they clutched up when it mattered most and I think that just gives them a lot of confidence and I'm sure that's a breath of fresh air to know that they're not gonna have to fight their way through the challenger circuit can I hop on the back of that yeah please I think uh I think whatever y'all really found... want by the way do that whenever y'all yeah, want I, I think they really found their comp this uh that the Bangalore seer uh catalyst pick that they've been running uh, all, all of them are they're very comfortable on those characters. Deeds is insane at Bang. Jen's insane at Cat. Like, it's been working really well for them. Like, right now in this current meta, you have to have Seer. Like, it's a guaranteed for the most part, like 90%. But other than that, it's all about, like, finding the two comfortable legends for the other players on your team. Like, there's so many different picks you can make and so many different, like, things that, like, go well together that, uh, I mean, they, they pretty much found their legends. Madness, you want to pile on there? Yeah, I think there's... I've actually had this conversation a million times, and it's something I even brought up recently when I saw um, Lanimals when they were switching off of... Lou stopped playing Gibby, and he's, I think he played Valk. Well, Valk, yeah. Yeah, and it's just... So it's a really, like, precise balance that I think you need to find and which can bring a team a lot of success. It's not that Lou's not capable of playing Valkyrie. Um, it's just that I think the best scenario for every team is to find a character that... Um, fits relatively close to their play style within staying, but while in staying in the meta. You have to stay within the meta, but if you can find a way to stay in the meta, but something that individually sets that like sets up that player's skill set, um, I think that's something that's really, really important to tie down. So I'm never huge when like you see some players hopping on something that doesn't make sense for them to play whatsoever. Um, and they usually underperform because of it. Man, if um, you were juicing the Loba Rampart, come on, tell me it's not good, dude. Just it's good. It's good. Walls. It's fun. It's, it's fun a little bit. But. Yeah, I wish we could run Loba on uh, Storm Point, but I'm gonna. I think World's Edge is the only exception where you can kind of get away mm. with running Loba if you're We're a fast like rotating team. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that? Because of a car, but well, they don't have a car. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point too. Um, in my defense, I don't want to run Loba, but unfortunately, <laughs> ever since I joined Renegades when um with Pow and Sauce way back then, and I joined into that roster, that's what they were landing Tree at that time. And unfortunately, I land Tree. So without Loba, I'm walking out with yeah, you know, 10 cells to an entire team and three white armors. Um, so it's not great to go into endgame with that. Or else we'd be playing Seer, because like like Design saying, I'd argue that is the character that you really should not get rid of, regardless of your comp. Um, yeah, playing the comp you guys run is literally just based around getting yourself close enough to other zone teams so they can help you keep the Seer teams away. And yeah. you're just like praying that it pulls to you. Yeah.
So that's why like doing zone pulls is really important. I've I've put a lot of time and effort into like calling zones. I've gotten really good with doing so. Um, so because we get low like low loot anyways, we're able to just super fast rotate from tree, leave, get to a spot that I feel like is good, or at least is gonna have a super player dense area because fights are happening to break out, and we can capitalize on those people tunneling and fighting each other, steal the loot, and uh, kind of get our econ up, and then fight our way in there. You know what I mean? Since we don't have it from here. I'm sorry, I missed that. It's still loot because you're running Loba or you're not running Loba? Yeah, because we are running yep. Loba. Yep, yep, because you need it because your tree yeah, loot so bad. We, yeah, because we land tree. Yeah, that's fascinating. It, it's so cool how the game's evolved in so many ways. Obviously, mechanically. That's why we're hopping but... off. Because these guys are on Loba and we got Lanimals and running like Loba too. There's like four or five Lobas. So we're going to be we're gonna and... be four Lobas in zone fighting over three yeah. cells. Like... The more Lobas, the worse Loba gets. Yeah, yeah it, it was great because we had three Lobas near each other in ALGS and there's a crypto. So it's like we can't drop armors because there's going to be someone sitting on a Loba ult to steal the armors. And uh, wow. It was. Not great. Yeah, Tech just flosses. He sees low bolts <laughs> and he just starts EMPing everyone yeah. around him. Yeah. Yeah. Eric, you have Pulse any thoughts there? up to you. Yeah. <laughs> not really. I mean, I don't have too many thoughts. I mean, Flop. I think we're just trying to figure out exactly what we want to do as a team because uh, both our POIs are contested on World's Edge. So we're trying to figure out what our best move is. You know, Glitch lands Lava Fisher, uh, Furia lands Climatizer. So we're in a bit of a interesting debate with oh. internally on exactly what we want to do so well, we're back in the drawing board we got a week to figure it out and we'll it'll be an interesting week of scrims i want to, I want to circle back to something you said madness and, and, and i bring up a discussion you, you said as long as you stay within meta yes here in, in design said here is kind of a must as long as you stay within meta you know play in your team comp your, your team style etc do you guys agree with that snipe and design full i mean you have yeah, people like, you just, could always just play loba but before that but do you guys agree with that though because you have aurora and eu teams that are just like and, and other teams like um who is the oh, oh luminosity kind of just says screw what's meta we're gonna play who we want to play uh do you guys agree that you should stay within the general range of meta or, you, or do you think it's okay to get a little off meta I think, your, I think your POI determines a lot about yeah. what team comp you need to play. I mean, if I you're if, definitely determines. Uh, like if you're a hard edge POI, I mean, there's no point in running a loba. You're going to get loot anyway, so you can run aggro comps. That's where you see the Bangalores and the Horizons and all these characters that can fight their way in from edge. But if you're landing, you know, like like Design said, landslide or even the uh, we've seen Xset get away with running almost any team comp they want on Stormpoint from from Cascades. And, you know, they have a great POI, they get good loot, but they're still able to lock down a position almost anywhere on the map from their POI. If they run Loba, want to cut off some loot and get to a spot, they'll be one of the first teams there every time, which is why I think they're so consistent. Yep, for sure. POI really yeah, does matter. Oh, like a lot that of Rampart early rotate is crazy. It's very good, it's, especially if you have a car. Like on Stormpoint, if you have a car oh with a Rampart, yeah. yeah. car? Dude, what is that? That's mm -hmm. insane. And, uh, I was so convinced because I played it in Realm and I was like top five like four days in a row. I like I played like four days, got like ninety points. I was like, dude, this is so. Dude, I easy. hate I hate Rampart. I and then all of a sudden, Nate so Nate from NRG just hits the craziest stick of his life. Our second game on it, like he was just ratting on the door and yeah, and it just kind of fell downhill. And uh, one last yeah, thought on the Loba kind of and kind of edge. We had Tech in chat saying, or you run Loba from an edge POI if you're E8. Designful thoughts. Okay, well it didn't really count because we had the car so we would you have to land at an edge py to get a car the cars are only at edge pys so basically all we were doing was waiting until the first ring would close insta hit the beacon then insta get in the car we wouldn't loot anything we would loot like three bins and then we would cut everyone's rotation we had the timings down and we would get to the god spot like or top top three god spots depending on like what zone it was 
and even if we didn't get in there, we had the ash for that reason. So we could ash port to like a height spot that was not playable earlier in zone. And I mean, it was working really well, but I don't know. It's it's I, we we definitely need wall hacks because right now our team lacks that uh, like just communication during team fights. So the seer just kind of helps it like a lot, and we're we don't communicate enough to not be running seer. It's something. I mean, we're a new team. We got together right before the split. It's just something we need to iron out and uh, work on. And last thought here on this kind of meta discussion. Uh, great point from Barack in chat. Alliance is running Newcastle today. So speaking of you know running off oh. meta, not just feeling like you have to stick in meta. I think Newcastle got immediately deleted and replaced by I Rampart. They're actually the first yeah. team to run Rampart, by the way. Rampart's much you. better. Yeah. Oh, we, I mean, it. last split when we when, when we had a with Pow when we ran Loba Ramp or Loba Newcastle on World's Edge. I loved that comp. I feel like it fit my playstyle of calling so well. We never had our pop off games in Pro League, but we consistently were like getting points all the time. I was getting us into spots. And Pal was dedicated to it too. Like I, I, I loved how dedicated he was because it opened up a new world for him to um, try to learn a new character. Because he would sit in with Nelson and they would go through customs and just find new castle spots and mark them on maps. That way we had them on game day, know where we could play. Like he was really dedicated to it. And I won't lie, having and this probably isn't. I probably shouldn't say this because it can help some teams. Having set game plans for set zones all the time that you know genuinely will work and work for your team um, because you've tested them out, oh. it takes a massive load of pressure off you, especially me as an IGL, because when I, before we had POW and we started doing those things, we would just go zone to zone, game to game, and I would try to think of a plan on the spot. And as you can tell by my past performances, it didn't work too well, especially with like Renegades and stuff. Um, and as soon as we learn to create set plans for set zones and how we uh, tackle those zones, um, it took a huge weight off our shoulders and it created a huge amount of consistency for our roster. And Newcastle is great for that too. Yep. Good insight on meta, good discussion on meta. You talked a little bit, one, one last discussion on, uh, I wouldn't say meta, but just kind of general state of the game and uh, the teams. You talked a lot about you, the work you put in as an IGL to predicting zones. Um, I'd love to get your guys' thoughts. Your top three IGLs in calling late game zones. Who do y'all think? Who do, you, who do y'all think are the top three best IGLs for calling zones? Eric, you played you played so many IGLs. I want to let you start. I mean, I think uh, I think Phony from the last split had the highest conversion rate of top three fi finishes that led to wins. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure, as far as I can remember, I'm pretty sure he was number one. I know NRG was up there. I think. I think when Sweet gets to late game, it's you know if they get if they're in the top five, the chances of them winning the game are probably yeah. higher than almost any other team. Their problem is they don't get to late game. They they get a couple KP and and die in seventh to fifteenth, and that's been their pretty much whole pro league this split, which is unlike them. I don't know if it's the meta change or what it is, um, but I, I like I think when they get there, he probably wins the most of any IGL. Um, and then obviously Nocturnal. I think Nocturnal is just the number one uh, yeah. as of it currently is. Uh, you know, I, I still think Optic, like, I, you know, they get a bunch of KP. I think they get more KP than, than what most other teams do, but I still think Nocturnal would be number one currently in terms of conversion. Madness, do you agree, disagree? Would you throw yourself in there? You're allowed to throw yourself in there. Um, well. I mean, I, 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 don't, I definitely wouldn't say top three. I, I think my zone conversion rate is really good. It's just about executing and getting that position. I think I'm really good at calling zones, but I definitely would not. I'm not in a position, you know, to throw myself in like a top three, arguably maybe top five, but I, I wouldn't. I'm not on my high horse on that. 
Um, Xset is definitely something I agree with. Optic, I think, is really good. Dropped has been historically really, really good for any roster that he's been on. And I'm happy to see that both him and Forex are performing well, despite the fact they split from each other. That's awesome to see. Like, that's really great. Cool. Um, I think those two are huge. I agree with the energy sentiment, too. I think I will touch on a later point that I will say is this isn't taking anything away from Xset because obviously Nocturnal, I'd say, is one of the most improved players over the course of the few years, especially back with, I like, the Blanker and Albin stuff. Like, back then, yep. they were just a laughing stock. I won't lie. <laughs> I loved him. I, I loved I him. I agree. I 100% agree. They were. They were. It was, they yep. were kind of just clowns on. But now, I, I'd argue over the course of the last year or so, he's probably the most improved player in the game. Um, but but I will argue part of that sentiment has to do with, like Snipe was saying, where you land. Where you land is insane in this game. Um, the fact that they can land center map, get decent loot, and almost guarantee solid rotates all the time is huge. Like, uh, just think about it. Like, think about landing somewhere. on Stormpoint? Yes, on Stormpoint. Yeah. Like, think about being able to have a, a POI controlled where no matter what the zone is, in most cases, you know you're going to get a top three spot. That takes a huge... Pre it's not even just about, like makes it easy their it beacon spawns like 98 yeah. percent of the yeah. time dude it takes pressure off you as an igo as well to know okay you just play our game we're gonna get good spots we know what we can and can't get we're center zone we can get like anything now obviously that's not taking anything away from them he's honestly again most improved player in my opinion and that entire team is fantastic but definitely it's could be can easily contribute to the fact that they land in probably the easiest rotating poi in the game on sp at least their Stormpoint uh, conversion, uh, I want to say they're they're averaging. Besides today, I don't think they did very well in Stormpoint today, which nope, was which nope. was surprising. But that was the first time I think they were averaging like a top three finish in in their games on Stormpoint throughout almost all of pro league, which is nuts. Like that the consistency there is insane. I mean, the only counter to that is they're they land what trials in Sky East on World's Edge, which is arguably like a pretty far out there. Unless they get those Skyhook zones, which we have been seeing. A I'm lot pretty more sure they've of. been playing Edge from it. They have been playing yeah, it, so their their playstyles shift. It's not like they have the same playstyle on both maps. Kind of like last split, where we saw Sentinels always consistent, landed center map, landslide had the beacon. Uh, they got zone all the time. Uh, they they do split up their playstyle, and they still perform from edge and work their way in a world's edge, which I think is like I think that's the testament to his IGL. It's not one dimensional. They they know how to play yeah. all like all aspects of the game, and I think that's like that's his biggest asset is when his team is in the bad positions, they can still turn those games into like nukes. So. Yeah, yeah I think Nocturnal just knows that. I, I don't know exactly how their game plan's executed, but being able to do well and convert from uh, Stormpoint, or not Stormpoint, World's Edge, is probably just due to the lack, like his ability to understand um, how to late rotate into low density, like comprised areas where people are. Um, something that I realized is a really consistent play is being able to, survive loot up to get to like a third ring hit the third ring beacon and it like hit a seer beacon i don't know if they run seer on world's edge um but you can find out where people are and you can find out where easy sides are to push which makes edge really good in that regard if you know how to execute properly um so i assume nocturnal just does a really really good job at identifying what area is most pushable and what isn't and which areas to avoid and how they can rotate in which is it's it's a really good talent to have <clears throat> I want to give design yeah. the final final word here. Um, and we have just a quick shot in chat. We got Raven in the chat. We have also the role of coaches, Raven Hodzik on Xset at the role he plays, but then also a couple people in chat saying noises, hockey, Bambino, uh, Nasky, a couple of EMEA names. Would you throw any EMEA names in there, Designful? What, what's your final word here? Uh for NA, I would definitely agree with uh, Eric. I mean, I, I think Phony has definitely been criminally underrated in his 100%. IGLing for a minute until he joined a phase. Year? 
Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're now. Like, he's been consistent with it for a long time, and then yeah, yeah. in EU, there. I mean, yeah, hockey's is insane. He, he's really good at uh, calming for that team. But I mean, I don't, I don't watch that much of EU, so I can't really like comment that much on it. But I think most, for the most part, every single patch, the end zones change. So we're seeing Optic do really well right now because if you go to Realm, look at who's playing Realm the most. Drops in there, like you got, you got, you got zero in there. Like all these people that are doing well, they're consistently seeing end zones every single day. And like the way that the end zones pull are like different. Like Tree has been pulling like opposite. Thermal used to pull the opposite. It looked like it was pulling back and then it would pull to the front. Like every single patch, the way that zones pull and like the zones that we get are like completely different. So just consistently grinding every day and seeing different end zones is gonna is gonna like turn out and work in your favor. Yeah, I want to say, dude, did you guys realize that as soon as people started complaining about there being no north zones, all of a sudden every zone is ending north? Like the amount of north <laughs> they use them all, zones, they use all the south ones, bro. I, I, people, I, that's what I'm saying. Like for the longest time, there were all these south zones. People weren't complaining, and then uh, we we start getting zones that are so far away from our POIs, and, and I don't know what happened, but now it's I, the amount of north pad zones I saw across all regions, and then what game one or two today was all the way back at the the domes in north pad, like in between wall and north pad. Um, I saw back to back north pad zones. I think in EMEA, um, it, it just. And then we have what, like the final zone, the trials. I think we got one thermal um, zone. I mean, did you see game six? Is <laughs> we that had zero. Yesterday? We got zero thermal and staging zones no, last pro league. We used to only Wait, get yes, yesterday zones. in pro league. No, yes. last pro league energy well, and us, we point. got zero staging and zero thermal zones. The entire the entire split. Yeah. Well, you also had an entire year of all thermal yeah, zones. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. The G two era. Yeah, yeah. Man, you guys got thermal zones like twice like, a game, I, I twice, twice a split. With my charge rifle. That yeah. Yeah. Toxic, bro. Yeah. Top game power. six. The pulls have also been just I, insane. It feels like some of the pulls on the maps. That game six skyhook zone yesterday. I mean, yeah. we yeah. thought we thought it was ending diner. We got uh, four story zipline building. We walked in for free as a duo. We yeah, I was. I thought we were set. I was like, this is a guaranteed top five. And all of a sudden, it pulls out into the open. We have to leave our building, and I'm like, I was like, dude, these zones just feel. Well, there's different. a lot of zones that aren't aren't there. Like a lot of transition like, uh, zones aren't there. Watch transition discussion. We've been on zones for some time. It's a good discussion for sure. A couple other topics we want to get through. Um, I see a couple questions in chat. So I want to clarify, y'all. Uh, NRG is qualified. TSM is qualified for the regional finals. All the teams you'd expect to qualify for the regional finals have qualified. Uh, just so everyone's aware. Uh, the teams that did not qualify. Our CCE, Inters, Noxious, Drop in Gaming, Rise, Team Diverge, uh, SCS, AG, AJC, Tripods, and LTC Esports did not qualify. If your favorite team was not listed in that list, they did qualify for the regional final, but they then need to get top 11 to qualify for the split two playoffs in LAN as a result of the regional final next weekend. But look, I want to change discussions. We talked a little about EU. We have not done the, this show has not done a good enough justice uh, highlighting EU. I don't, I don't think it's obviously it's, it's a North American time. Uh, time zone and time uh, slots, but I do want to have a quick chat. EU versus NA, and I want to talk a little bit about um, the fact that EU did not have Fire Beavers. They did not have Aurora, the two arguably best teams or top teams in uh, the region at the last LAN. Uh, are we going to see a difference here? And I actually want to kick this off. I don't know if you guys saw this clip today with a clip from the Fire Beavers, OJ Rain playing alongside Taskmaster and Nine Impulse CIS team. It was one of the most nasty late game clips. If you guys did not see it, let's run that clip back. Squads now remaining at Horizon Union. You can see they're all matching with the Reds armors. They're looking extremely strong. One squad now remaining. Jaylings finished off. Surely this is a game win here. But oh my goodness, look at this. Fire Beavers from the sky. The Reds comes in on the last 
Well, they're not going to have much to throw except their fists, but I tell you what, it's still doable. He gets a shield swap. Phoenix, though, with a 1v1, mate. It's going to happen. How on earth? The Firebeavers do it. The two players out of the dropship. Mark, we've seen some crazy finishes actually, in our time in the LGS. Clip. We actually, I, I thought we were going to have that clip from OJ Reign's point of view. There was a Reddit clip posted of OJ Reign's stream and point of view. It's even in, more insane. He drops a Moby, gets the res, swings far left, does so much work and so much damage to secure his team a chance to drop off of the res and then punch their way to a win. And he gave a knockdown shield to his teammate, which gave him his teammate time to get a gun or get a shield swap. And he got a shield swap in the middle of that. Did you guys see that clip from, from Reign's perspective, any of you? Or saw it, yeah. It was pretty nuts. I don't think so. That's pretty up I, there, I saw, though. like, the overall clip, though. It was insane. You gotta compare that to the snipe down clip, though. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. Punch out. True. Yeah. Who, who, who takes that crap? Dude, I, no I knocked two people in zone. That, that was actually <laughs> kind of crazy. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> he, he got a weapon. He, he looted a box. I just ran out there with my brass <laughs> knuckles. Yeah, and your, your commentary during it too. I feel like I'm playing punch shot right now. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> that was epic, man. Yeah, that was a good one. But look, that's a good lead in. EU versus NA right now, guys. Do you still believe NA is on top as the best region in the world? Or do you think EU with Fire Beavers and Aurora? I think both confirmed visas have been accepted for LAN. Now stands a chance. I don't think I this think should be more spots. Yeah, I think we I think NA needs one more spot, and I don't think this should be an EU versus NA debate. This should be an EU versus uh APAC South debate. Because I think I think those are the two it's NA and then those two regions and then everyone you else. You look at the points. The points NA is at nineteen eighty, South America is at two hundred and ninety-two, EMEA is at thousand forty-four, Apex North seven forty, Apex South six six four. For some reason we get three additional slots with nine hundred more points than EMEA and EMEA gets two slots. I don't know if it's like by every five hundred, but yeah, I think depending by points. I mean I don't think South America I think they should just have four spot, spots then and we should have twelve. I think it was Honestly. like every 510 points earned equates to a slot. So technically going into playoffs one, we lost. I mean, I could, I could send you the link for this back. if people want to see it. So that's my no, that's good data. That's good data. So you guys all unanimous, you guys all unanimously agree. NA is in a, a, a class of its own as a region and everyone else is a, either a tier or two below. I mean, I still think NA is an extraordinarily like top heavy region. I mean, if you, if you compare the best of the best to NA, I think show for show, you're probably going to, win out against emea i think when you look towards more of the mid-range of like eu to na i think that's when eu starts to take a little bit of an upper hand um for sure especially now uh, out of out of the top i would say like the bottom 20 of pro league I, I definitely would argue that you know eu's bottom 20 is probably arguably better but i mean it's been like that for a while i would say where na is Top heavy is way better. I mean, we're gonna have to see this land because realistically, EU's edge teams were the ones that didn't qual, and now they're That's gonna right. be there. It was it was just like their zone teams, all the other regions zone teams. So last uh, last land, it was like heavily NA on edge. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, and you can drop that link uh, in the chat yeah, in our type here chat. That'd be sick. We love to pull that up here. It's a good and you did nice. Uh, we'll see if Chrono could get that in to the broadcast. Very interesting discussion. And, and yes, I think. Look, my take is, it sounds like you guys all agree and NA is, is in a class of its own. I actually agree with Designful's end take there. Or who, I think it was Madness or Designful who said it. It, it. At the end of the day, it's going to come down to this land. It's really hard to look at the last land and the, the points differentials Designful uh, based on the fact that the two of the top three or five teams in EMEA were not able to play at the last land. It, that'd be like TSM and NRG potentially not being at the last land. I think you would have seen a much different scenario sniped on. Yeah, I mean, I don't disagree. I, I also, I mean, I look at the standings right now with, with North America and Oxygen's in 15th and they're a great team. Like, I, I, 
I look at the top 15 in North America, and I think all of these teams could make a finals lobby at a LAN. And I look at other regions, and I don't, I, I don't think that. Like, um, I, I just think in terms of consistency and individual skill, like of what North America has, it's much deeper than the other regions. Um, but I mean, it, it really does come down to land. We like I, I've said this before, but you know, all every region ends up being represented in the finals of these tournaments, and they all they all like the top teams in those regions all end up holding their own. I mean, this this last land, yeah, we had energy and TSM and one and two. Uh, but, you know, it was pretty well balanced after that. And that's why we only saw one land spot get pulled away. And EU clutched up for their own region. Like they had, like you said, their their best teams weren't there, but they still were able to to perform well enough to where they kept all their, all their spots going into the next land. So, I mean, it, it is always relevancy. Whoever does well at this next land, you know, they'll have the bragging rights. I mean, North America's had bragging rights of every land so far. Uh, wow. You know, we have a other, another new meta coming up. Or, or we have another new meta. Who knows what's going to change? You know, is Ballista going to come out and change the way things work? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think he's going to be a very that comes out before the land, right? I think it, it just should. Yeah. yeah. I, what, I if just, or... what if he just busted? I, I don't think he's just running be ballistic Bangalore, just auto locking through smokes like crazy shit. I remember, Seer, remember Seer on release? What if it's like the same thing? Yeah, that's what I'm Maybe. saying. What Maybe. If just auto, I don't know. Because like, isn't it isn't it like his tactical like auto lock? It's like Soldier seventy six or something like that. Damn, People just that's leaks, whipping bang saying. smokes and just shooting missiles through it. I hope not, because if my weapon we'll just jam, if jams we'll on me see. in the middle the of the weapon jam is the part I'm scared about, man. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Part, no one wants to feel like they can't shoot or play the game. Like that's a bad feeling. So we'll yeah. see what that one ballistic does. For we talked a lot about that yesterday on the show. Um, yeah, good discussions overall. Completely agreed. Uh, and actually, just, just to correct you, Eric, you said so far it's been NA in every land. Actually, not true. I know we we think of Dark Zero as an NA team now. Well, the two count. lands that they won, they were Apex South teams. Yeah, but they're NA now. They're, so they're NA now. Like, <laughs> they, they, I, 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 yes, I count that as obviously another region one, but they moved to North America and they're a North American team. Like that. I also like they didn't dominate those lands really either. They ended up winning the yeah, games, uh, and that's like match. That's match point format. But in terms yeah. of like who who places at the top, it's always been NA dominant. Whoa, 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 whoa! I'm gonna have to call zero in here. Trying to take the card away from his wins. <laughs> I, I was going to say, yeah, exactly. Zero's about to throw, throw hands. You know, that's a skill on its own, man. Being able to close out games. I mean, I should have added him in that top three he list, better, to be fair. Start trying to steal Pony from you. You better watch I, I should have added, oh, yeah, added Zero in that top three list of I got, lot, I got a lot of flack for this, but look, I, you know, as, as a, you know, as a, as a prideful um, Stephen A. Smith of the scene, I try to kind of play that role. I called out Optic. I think the first land optic through i think optic could have uh, actually denied dz winning that land i think the, the the championships land they won fair and square in my eyes they can you know they, they, they closed out that game but i do think optic and lg teaming up against dz who had kraber in the first land could have shut that down shut them down but that's all yeah they should have just uh, colluded honestly yeah which honestly just, like, looked at the name of the game match points they should have seen of like collusion. <laughs> Yeah, let's get them out. Yeah, uh, interesting discussions. By the way, you saying that because Dark Zero lives in, is in NA now, they're they're an NA American team is like saying that because I live in NA, I'm no longer a Greek, which is blasphemy. If you tell those boys they're not representing Australia, they'll come for your throats. They're still APAC South at heart. And I get what you're saying. You're saying in terms of the region strength, the best APAC South team is now in North America. It's just made the region that here. much better. Yeah, yeah, they're competing here. It's simple as that. And I was just playing. Um, good discussion, guys. Let's uh, let's let's transition to regional finals. I want to talk about next weekend. It's going to be insane. Uh, if we can actually transition to regional finals by showcasing the graphics again, Chrono, of the top 20 teams that will be playing in the regional final next week. And as he's getting that ready and pulling the screenshot up, 
just want to remind everybody. So the teams that qualify for regional finals are the top 20 teams in the North American Pro League after nine days of Pro League play. If any team wins the regional final, match point final, they are automatically in for London, which means E8 and 18th place are native. Yeah, no, or like we're already free. winning. So, like, I don't know what place no, you guys no are getting. So, like, easy, easy. I, I hope you get second, Madness, and I hope you get third. It's nice. Exactly. I'm I'm I'll, 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 I'll take it. I'll take it. You guys are cool with that? Because collusion yeah, live cool. on air. Cool. You guys are just yeah. blindly. We're nine colluding. men. We're nine men running it down. We're nine men landing <laughs> at wall, actually. So We're all eating, so I'm cool with it. Let's get it. Zaffa, may I remind you that you got 18th place today? Oh my god! Yeah, but like I'm gonna, I'm gonna have nine. I'm gonna have six other teammates. Actually, they got, they got, they got, they got 16th. Actually, that's the only reason we're gonna be running Crypto, Maggie, Seer, 16th, Bloodhound, Bangalore, Gibby. Like, what, what are, the, what is the lobby gonna do? <laughs> You're playing control at this point in a game of TDM. Yeah, against yeah, the rest of the lobby. Uh, so here's the top 20, everybody. So again, let's set the stage. NRG in 12th place right now. If the pro league ended today, if there was no regional final. NRG, Complexity, Lanimals, Oxygen, Sentinel, CLG, etc. would not have qualified for London. But there's one more day, and those results are going to go towards your overall Pro League standing. So the first place team will get 25 points and will automatically qualify. Second place team will get 21 additional points. Third place team will get 19 additional points, and so sorry, 18, and so on and so forth. So with that said, here's the lineup. Oxygen, E8, a couple of these Sentinels, a couple of these teams have a chance to qual. Let's start with that as the first discussion. Not EA aside, because we all know Designful has all the unwavering confidence in the world. Which of the bottom 12, 12 through 20 teams do you think has the best chance to win the match point final and sneak in? Snap down, start with you. I mean, it's got to be NRG. I mean, uh, I, I, I think they've been the least consistent, but if you were going to bet on any of those teams, it would be NRG to be the one team that would that would turn up i'm generally curious and anyone can answer this what is the tiebreaker so like you are you're tied with energy madness is it is it best overall week do you know if that's how that that breakdown I think is it is most points they do that or, or do they do overall points accumulated like not actually LGS points but individual yeah, points might be that i'm not sure because that, that's like, without, like obviously yeah. important information because like, with how close it is point. i mean i could tell you i think if i remember correctly we're, yeah, we're asking right now. Let's see if we can get that info. I think if I remember correctly, it's this, the highest single day point total. So, like, if you got 120 points in a pro league day and NRG got 110, you guys may. I think that might be what it is. You guys won a day, year. correct? Landis? No. Two seconds. No? Two seconds. Okay. Two seconds. Okay. That's, I don't think NRG's got this. I think you guys should just land on them, honestly. They just duke <laughs> it out that way. Yeah, I'm done. Design just trying to eliminate Keep, any keep it in your own fate, them. dude. I know keep you're trying to just hands. get everyone just <laughs> all over each other. I mean, dude, the emotions are going to be high as shit that day. Uh, um, I guess that those emotions are going to be through the roof on that day. Like, everybody's so close. It's oh, Anmu, Anmu, Anmu said best overall week, so he's agreeing with what I said. So my, my gut said best overall week, and Anmu's agreeing, so I think that's what it is. Best overall week. So, man, okay, that's so not you guys great have, for y'all. No, that is great for them. They, they have tiebreak. No, energy has not gotten a second. Oh, um, energy's not gotten a second. No, wow. ener energy, I don't, think, I don't think they have. I'm almost positive they haven't. I what group were they Do we know uh, the group c group b yo group yo b me levels like after my one level was ended today he better not come thermo no buddy. they haven't placed at a top five <laughs> once every every placement was i'm gonna send zero to your teammates bro that's what it was watch it fifth or worse okay yeah, yeah there you go that, so you have the tiebreaker there so that's that's good I mean, it's also something that I didn't even realize as well is it's important to note as well for teams like Energy, Complexity, Us, Meat Lovers, Luminosity, all those teams kind of in that bubble is 
it's important to know like if you guys for example snipe you know if you guys dub out and get the batch point win on regionals it technically will move down a slot so technically um and if, if the standings were as they were now you guys would make it obviously off the match point win and then energy would now be in that bubble as well so that's something important is that, is that, time out. Is that true though no, it's the same thing because they're they're in the top 11 so it'd still be seeds two through 11 that would make it and phases in the top 11 so that's not true or am i, I thinking of the opposite you're thinking the opposite if if a team outside of top 11 wins then yes it pushes everything out it nudges a team out oh but if a team that's in the top 11 wins they're already in the top 11 so energy if, if, if the standing stayed the same would not make it because okay. phase is already there see so, i'm i'm I, hoping a team in the top 11 wins like as long as any team right. in the top 11 wins like i i want every team who's like above that's us right. to do well yeah you that want way, top heavy to do well yeah i want top it. heavy to do well that was my confusion because I think last Pro League it, they, had you, it as top, they had a top nine. Yeah, I want the top ten to get bottom ten, like really shake it up, a little bit. <laughs> shake it, it up, be, completely throw things for a loop. Should be fun. <laughs> Actually insane. Yeah, I By mean, the way, the fact that Designful yeah. is live on this show, sh firing warning shots at Tech in the chat. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard that Snipe and Madness when you guys were looking at the standings. <laughs> no. <laughs> he literally fired a oh, warning no, shot. I, I just heard him going off in the background. <laughs> I was looking at stuff. Yeah. No, dude, this guy thinks he's going to contest us thermal and energy's not going to third him. Like, there, I mean, he said he was going to contest complexity. There's no way unless, they unless contest thermal. A thermal contest is not a smart contest. Dude, they literally just no, land tracks and shoot down. terrible to contest. Oh my lord, thermal's so stupid to contest. It's so bad. Uh, it's things that tech would still do? Or is he bluffing? He's bluffing. Eh. Oh, he might. We'll just throw a cat I mean, back on the horizon. Yeah. I could do it, but the Horizon I mean, is literally just contention. busted for contests. Uh, it's so like that the yeah. fall for like yeah. first gun is just so broken. That's uh, so for those that missed it earlier, Designful did confirm they are as it as it stands now, and he could be bluffing and baiting all of us. They will not be contesting TSM at Wall on Stormpoint. Um, one one thing I'll talk to you guys that we talked dropped about it yesterday. Regional final next week. The flip side. So I talked about which teams do you guys think? I think you guys all unanimously agreed energy is the team that's you know going to potentially win. That's kind of a cop out answer. They're in twelfth place anyways. Uh, Sentinels, CLG, Oxygen, Lanimals, Complexity. I mean, do you think any of them have a chance to potentially I mean, win it? I I definitely argue Sentinels just because of if really they, really? they haven't been playing great. They haven't been playing great, but I'm going to be honest. The main reason why I put my faith in them is just because of Nelson. It's just because of Nelson. Nelson is such an insane coach. After working with us for six months, I have nothing but other respect. And he's like my best friend now. He did so much work for us that like made him, like I said earlier with Pau, you know, he made a monumental difference in our wow. performance. Um, I mean, it, alone, I think he could carry that roster. So I, I wow. have faith in Sentinels too. You're talking about Zanile? No, Nelson, their coach. Said, Nelson's their coach. Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is now. I don't know why I thought now. Okay. No, Nelson, that Mandela. Nelson Mandela is going to come in from, for from his grave. And he's yeah. going to go nuts. Uh, that's interesting. So you think maybe Sentinels. Okay, so on the flip side, the top side of the standings, you have Xset, Optic, Furia eh, with 97 plus points. They're auto lock, right? I mean, those yeah, teams they're in. They're, yeah. are in. DZ's even Dark Zero. In. Yeah, I would say Dark Zero's in. Even Dark, so those four teams, and by the way, those two of those four teams have already shown that they're willing to now basically strategic land gatekeep, as we called it yesterday. They're going to drop on teams that they do not want to qualify, like Luminosity, because Luminosity, they don't want to contest. They don't want them to contest. Um, do you think that those teams are going to throw an absolute wrench in the mix and drop complete random places and, and contest for 50-50s? And is that I fair game? I think there actually is going to be a decent amount of contests. Because, I mean, we even got Clayne right now going at it with iShiny in the Discord. Uh, uh, yeah, that, that, about that Harvester. Could... The Harvester contest is starting back up between That was so weird last CLG. weekend. Did you, did you see how they handled that when we got the week we got second? Mm -mm. 
They uh COG landed launch site game four. They did bad. Game five, they surprised landed on clean. Insta died. Game five or game six, they went back to launch site. So I feel like there's gonna be a decent amount of contest. I'm sure if uh LG goes after optic. Well, Optic if Optic's smart, if Optic's smart, if Optic is smart, they will yeah, land they around. They will land around Luminosity and just follow LG's them the whole a, game in like and seventh or eighth. No. LG doesn't want to. LG's not landing Lava City anymore, so it doesn't. Optic. It doesn't matter for Optic if what they what LG does because they're LG going. They've been going frag, frag east. Fragment. Fragment. But and Dark they let them in land there. there. Dark Zero. Dark I don't think. I think Dark Zero is trying to land Siphon. They, so Dark Zero potentially either lands on TSM or they choose to go frag west. So that's gonna that's where the whole mix up is because no one knows what's actually because if TSM did not get first place, I guarantee Dark Zero would have landed on their heads at Siphon and tried to prevent them from making land. But TSM getting first shifted up the points so much now that it would be hard for TSM not to qual. They would need to get bottom like fifteen for, yeah, for well, them I to mean, not qual. So we're contest, gonna go mail, and Dark Zero is gonna go uh, wall and uh, Siphon. So like we're chilling. Okay. Harvester well, tree. Dark Zero might go Harvester tree as well. There, it's gonna be interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't think anyone That's knows where people about. are gonna land you know like we're, we're we need to figure out our poi you know i think uh complexity is it goes epi survey and i think lanimal is called epi survey as well so there's right now there's a lot of contests that are that are being you know talked about whether it whether it's on world's edge or storm point so i mean it's there's gonna be a lot of interesting strategizing that we're gonna see that we haven't seen throughout pro league because everyone just wanted to have a free poi throughout all of pro league now that there are the guarantees of the top four now it's the conversation of do we want to grief who do we want to grief what how will this affect our pois going into land who else lands at these pois in other regions that we need to worry like that we would potentially have to worry like those those are the conversations that that we're having yep it's gonna be an interesting week if you are a fan of the drama and uh buckle up this week's gonna be insane catch as many scrims as you can whoa, because whoa, whoa, I think we got a double contest clane is landing storm catcher now apparently on, on complexity harvester and storm catcher no shot. That'd be crazy. Good week of scrims. Lanimals is taking North Pad. This is all okay. going down in the Discord. Like, wait, why would Clay give up? What? Okay. Because Clay just did some weird stuff already, bro. So goes North Pad then. Lanimals is gonna go now. But Clay landed there. Wow. Yeah, but he's gonna go now. Well, Clay wants to double contest complexity. Oh, I gotta type our landing spots in there too, crap. Oh shit, we called our landing spot. I guess. I guess we called our landing spot. What did he, what did he say? What did he call? In here? We, we called, uh, <laughs> uh, what, launch site, I believe? Launch site. Launch site for World's Edge. So we have launch pad yeah. and launch site. Team, team <laughs> of launch is ready to take off. Yeah, we're about to fucking. <laughs> Straight to the moon, bro. Yeah, right. Did someone start the countdown. <laughs> yeah, dude, shot to Corona for getting that graphic up and ready. That was actually sick. So that's, the, that, that's how we're, for those that don't know, but behind the scenes, we peel back the onion here on After Hours. There's a Discord. They all go to town on each other. Is it just comedy? I wish I could just be a, a fly on the wall. Yeah, we're just cutting onions in that Discord. <laughs> now you should see the pro chat. Yeah, in the, in the Discord. It's, it's wild. It's wild. Wild. You should have seen what OXG said to Zach after the last game on the, yesterday. It was crazy. <laughs> Leak it. Leak it, bro. Dude, it was bad. I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's wild. Crazy. 
That's crazy. All right, well, it's going to be a wild week. Uh, we're calling it Wild Card Weekend. One, because Madness is on Team Wild Card. It's just punny and funny. Two, it's going to be insane. I can't wait. I mean, look, you have Native Gaming, Claim from Native Gaming, who's uh, certainly outspoken, uh, trying to all, all types of disruption. They're in 19th place. So, look, teams like that that are not going to call unless they win out with a match point win. I mean, there's, there's teams like Drug Free, Native, E8, no offense, Design, Sentinels, and CLG, and maybe Oxygen that are like... Yeah, like my PayPal's open. Who do you guys want me to land on? What's up? <laughs> I mean, drug free lands tree too, so that's something. I'm a sellout. What's up? How many gifts are we talking? I'll go back to wall. Time. I don't give a fuck. I'll be in the DMs. <laughs> he says that. Meanwhile, they three OTSM in scrims and then run away with their tails between their legs. Yeah. And the actual when it comes out, my man shaking, uncomposed, uncomposed. I asked to land on a map game. Sure you did. Uncomposed. My man was shaking. Couldn't even shoot straight. Yeah, you guys actually gave them first place on that day. You really did, you bro. Really? Oh my lord! All this talk about griefing them, and we handed them first place. No, they like seriously, like it's just because like me and Jordan. Like, <laughs> he, got the, he got the clip. There's no way, bro. He got the actual clip. Oh my god, that is wild. Yeah, I actually liked and retweeted that one. Baby. Yeah, I liked and retweeted that one. I was like, retweeted. Oh my man, that's actually wild. All right, look, it's gonna be a crazy down, no week. Cap. I think we've um, we've we've uh, belabored the point for regional final. It's going to be crazy. We don't know. We can't even tell you where teams are going to be dropping yet. That's all going to be determined in scrims. So keep a close eye. Apex community on scrims. It's going to be a fun week of contests, of a lot of trash talk, a lot of drama, and of course going in. We might have to do a mid snipe. We might have to do a midweek after hours, dude. Just to do like we think check Energy's going to scrim this week. Calm down. Energy. Do you think, mm. do you think we're going to get some energy scrimmers? I think they will. I, th I think they'll show up at least one of the days. Deny some knowledge. Is that we why they're see. not scrimming? They're trying to they're trying to deny knowledge. Basically, is that why they're not scrimming? I, or they're just being lazy. They're probably just they're probably just saving their mental. If I had to take a while, yes. But then they just had a bad day. I mean, you have to put the I, practice exactly. In. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, they've just been like playing Daisy. Someone just said deny knowledge to miss land, bro. An opportunity. Said I'm, that I'm gonna throw it out there. I said energy. Like in terms of track record, they probably have the best chance with those 12 through 20 teams. I don't think that'll happen. They have not shown anything this split that makes it seem like they are gonna pop off. Like they've lost. So many zones, even even the first two zones today on Stormpoint were zones that they should have done incredibly well in. There was the mill, the, the zone that ended like Bean Mill. Um, and then the second one was the the North Pad zone where they, they should have done better than they did. They got like 11th place. These are Well, they keep getting colluded on. Yeah, appa apparently. I heard, I heard it. Like, we're getting team. Well, it's when you're not that. playing these same spots in scrims. Teams aren't, like, going to expect it in a tournament. And, like, sometimes it, it either goes really well or it goes really bad if, like, the teams don't know what you're going to be playing. So, you guys so, think there's, you think that you think there's a world where everyone thought TSM was going to be the team, the top Titan that's not going to qual? You think there's a world where energy does not qual? Yes. I absolutely like think I there's said, a world where energy doesn't qual. Anybody's thinking the top six there. I, I thought I had more faith in TSM qualling than. I probably Yo. did NRG like, did, like blowing, blowing it away. TSM, so even um, even three weeks ago, Snipe, when during Hal's meltdown on this show, where he was thinking they're not going to qual. I was a part of that TSM team. I I really they're not out until they're out. I know they're not like even with Hal saying that like they, like we talked about yesterday. That's just who he is. Like he's yep. just going to say how he feels in that exact moment. He's not going to like look at what it'll feel like in two days. It's just how he felt in that moment, and I. I mean, if they did bad this week, I still would have said that they have the best chance of any team to win regionals. It, it just, wow. it's just until they're out, they're still in it. And I think, you know, NRG, I, I, I just, they haven't shown it this split that like TSM has won games. They've won the first game of so many days. Like they have the chance to pop off. I feel like NRG's 
let so many games slip through their hands. This split, especially even from staging, there's been zones that have ended right by them at staging. So, um, you know, I, I think there's a good chance, but we'll see. I think this match point format is going to be really good because a lot of teams are running their own comps now. Like everyone recognizes teams comps. They recognize their skins. It's not like everyone is mirror matching. Yep. So there's actually going to be a lot more griefs than last time around. I am really curious to see what contest stick. That's going to be huge. It'll be fun, yeah. It'll be, it'll be. There's going to be some chaos. Which contest stick? I love, that's a really good point, Designful. For those that didn't catch that, match point format for this upcoming final means that teams will know your team comp and your skins and who you're running, and then will grief you when you reach match point to make sure you do not win the game. Especially if a team like Native somehow you know has a miraculous showing. Yeah, and we makes see it, a it, Gibby Crypto Wraith. They're like, okay, oh, yep, I think Native, you're going to see em. some teams bust. Yeah, exactly. You'll know who it is. I think you're going to see some teams. I mean, do you guys think you're going to see teams? I, don't, I won't even say it. Do you think you're, we're going to see teams hit match point and then change their their comp completely? For sure. Eh, no. Maybe. Stick to your guns. Unless they have like the default Seer Valkyrie, unless they have like the default Seer Valkyrie cat, then they could just like change skins. But like, if you have a unique comp that's like one of a kind, you're gonna have to change. Otherwise, you're gonna get targeted by the whole lobby. Like, if you get to match point earlier, if, if you're one of the first two or three teams that get there, you just have to. Man, do you agree? You disagree with that philosophy? You think you should stick to your guns? If you're edge, if you're edge. I'm a, if yeah, if you're edge, it's 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 a different story. I would argue. Um, I I think for the most part, people will stick to their comps. I I, I think that's everyone. Like in a match point, you want to focus on what's most comfortable for you to close out that last game once you reach the third hold, threshold, if you reach it. Um, maybe skin change, but beyond that, no. I think people are gonna probably mostly stick to what they're comfortable with. Interesting. Snipe, final thoughts on regional finals in general. I'll give you the last word. I mean, I think that if you're in the top seven teams right now, your goal is to put up as many points as you can. Your goal is, is like not necessarily to win match point format. So switching team comps to try and force a win on that final game is, is, would be, I think, almost like suicide at that point of, of what you're trying to accomplish. Um, I, I think, you know, I think the teams that are in the lower end, I think that's when you have that conversation, you know, is, is going a Gibby Rampart Crypto to hit the zone beacon really fast, take a car and get into zone and, and bunker down knowing that your only chance to qualify is by winning a game is a realistic conversation to have. I think, I think at that point, then your goal isn't to put up the points, it's to get the 50 points. Maybe you play aggro comps, whatever you feel comfortable with, and then you switch it up, but I think there is a, a. I think teams need to have a, a very detailed conversation of what is their best way to win games, because that's yep. that's the only thing that matters. That's a matter. That's crazy. I think what we saw Lanimals run this week with Loba Rampart. We might see more of next week for teams trying to lock in that match point win. Yeah, it's going to be interesting for sure. Let's let's wrap up this final discussion with a. I actually want to wrap up this way. I want a prediction from each of you. Okay, favorite to win. Who, if you had to make a prediction, if you're a betting man. Favorite to win the match point final next week and uh, best wild card pick. So I want a wild card pick or like a, I'll say dark horse again because wild card, the team just ruins that word for me. Damn it, madness. My bad. A dark horse pick. <laughs> it's all your fault. A dark horse pick or and, and favorite to win. I want two teams from each of you. Uh, I'm calling them the Wildcats. From Wildcats. <laughs> like, high school musical. High school, I'm about to say high school musical, Zach Efron. He, he kind of looks like Zach Efron, low key, man. You got a little you know, tatted up Zach Efron vibe, you know? Maybe yeah. I, that was a long shot. You do not look like Zach. Yeah. Time, I, <laughs> I appreciate the honesty. Yeah, let me pull huh? this up real quick. So, uh, I mean, phony with the back-to-back would be pretty cool. Uh, always got to gotta give him props. You know, he, you he, he won the last one. So, in terms of five games, quickest match point format dub in all of North America, you know, I'll give him, I'll give yeah, him like, props. Yeah, come on. Yeah, five games. I was, that? that was lame. I remember when that day ended, I was like, dude, 
I didn't even feel like I fucking played today, dude. Yeah. Like I'm done already. <laughs> I, it's I didn't funny. Play the game. Because I was trying to, um, like, I, I wanted Phony pretty much, like, like, as soon as there was a chance, I, I have talked about this on stream, like, I wanted to find the best situation for me, obviously, going forward. I didn't want another test season of trying to figure it out. I wanted to make it work. So I was kind of, like, hoping Phony would do well, make it to land, but not too well. And even, even at the land, I was like, I was like, I want you to win, but at the same time, like, I don't want this to hurt my chances of teaming with someone like <laughs> yeah. you. Um, but, I mean, I, I'm, I'm super confident in him. I, I'm very... You know, happy to have him as my IGL and teammate, and you know, I have the utmost confidence in him that we can pull out a win this next weekend. I think the wild card in terms of the a team that could upset and and win. I mean, I like Lanimals. I really, I really do like the Lanimals team. I think they bring a a lot of passion and intensity to the space. I think it's an easy team to rally behind and want to see do well. Um, they, they the comms they have. And they, they put it together this last week. So I think that'd be a really cool story. I just teamed with Abuleli, uh, my, my last team. So I, I would just I would love to see him do just like we see Frex or um yeah, Frex is doing well without dropped, you know. Uh Luda is doing well without Phony and, and everyone has done well. I would love to see Mac and, and his team perform. So complexity's your dark horse and you you got yourself phase winning it. Yeah. Yeah, taking, I love taking it. it. I like it. Madness. Um, I would say the most likely team to take match point, I would say, could probably be TSM. I think they just do that really well, especially off the vibes of first place. Uh, that'd be like my most likely bet. But I think I'm going to stick to what I was going with earlier. I say my dark horse or uh, like underrated pick would probably be Sentinels if they can get those zones closed out properly. They can take it. Sentinels, I like that. It's been a slow start for them. Last but not least, design. Uh, I think I'm gonna have to go with like the opposite of snipe down. I think I'm gonna have to go with uh, native gaming. They're gonna get 20 free KP from complexity in the like eight points of eight times three. They're gonna get 24 free KP hit match point right off the rip. They're chilling. Um, or or dark zero or dark zero gets 24 KP off. You know TSM. One of those teams that are like contesting, they're just gonna start. It's just gonna snowball. The contest is just gonna snowball. They're gonna be chilling. Good. And then obviously like us, you know, dark horse. Gotta you pick know, it. Dark horse. Yada. Maybe gotta pick a little it. bit. I respect it. Maybe like we come out with passion. Maybe maybe we get chaotic to pop a rhino pill. Who knows? Like we'll <laughs> see what happens. Like we might get we might get turned. We might show up crazy. So we'll just have to see. Actually, well, you're wild, man. I love you so much. This is this has been the best, most comedic show. Okay, and question, out. question, real quick. What happened today? Why why did you guys yeah. do so poorly today? Design. Um. Like, was it just game plan? Like, you just felt like the games didn't pan out the way you wanted to? Uh, like, you don't have to go into super detail. Dude, I'm just generally curious from your point of view. Like, was it, like, what did it feel like? No, like, I don't I don't even know, man. Like, like we were trying this Bangalore Horizon thing, and, like, dude, we kept getting met bad timing. Bro, we drop out a wall, and the team that lands at the armory outside of wall lands on our nuts, and, like, we're just, we're just stuck below the zip line, just, like, looking, like, oh, dude, please don't shoot us. And we, like, try to, like, smoke the top and smoke the bottom. I'm like, yo, Zach, grab the white swap and zip up. He doesn't grab the white swap. He just zips up. We die. Uh, dude, it was just, it was, one like, of those we days. weren't comboing our yeah. ults together enough. Like, to run Bangalore Horizon, you have to combo your ults together a lot. And It goes I mean, with the comms you were talking about then. Just the, yeah. just the comms weren't there yeah, to make that work. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I, I feel like we did, we've done our best, best with Wraith, Catalyst, Seer. And I think that's what we're going to end up rocking and trying to see it through so because like i i i don't know I, I hate when i can't just like portal up in one clip like it, like i hate dying to just being held out you know like that's my biggest pet peeve is like when we just can't close any distance 
it like frustrates the the shit out of me. So like I like having that like that character of Wraith being able to just pour it up in one clip somebody and like making the play if it if it can be done, you know? And like if I if I die doing it then then like whatever. But like for the most part like I play it safe and like my portals I'm pretty decent with like getting the portals around the map. So it still lets you find openings as well because that like on Wraith that would be your position to, to find openings. Like obviously you have Zach making exactly. calls, but you're still able to have a huge impact. It's with like playing Bloodhound with, with an it. escape. Like I, I can mm. like look for those pockets to like get in and like work the map and like I could just hold so much more space because I can split so far and then just phase back. If I remember correctly, uh, I know obviously Resulta played Gibby. You played Bloodhound though, and Gent played Wraith for you guys back in the aim assist days. Mm-hmm. You feel good on Wraith yep, though? Yep. yep. Yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy yeah. I wish I, I could play Wraith. Wraith. Yeah. Good that Wraith R9 arc. Dude, it's crazy. <laughs> like you can do the, the the distance you can portal now is insane. And I'm always like I don't greed ammo. I'm always carrying extra nades or ultic cells. So like I'll have like two ultic cells in my back pocket and I'll go for that kidnap play or I'll go for that like portal all the way to the edge of zone and like third party someone like an asshole. Because I don't I don't greed the ammo. I'll run like four stacks of light and I'll just run like R9 scout and like just preserve my ammo because nades and like all that stuff are just so important. Bro, watching a Wraith like full speed portal try to like get from across the map is just, it's so funny looking how fast they are. Just oh, dude, at the end of the portal speed is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's when it's, it, it makes you get that last 20%. So it makes you the kidnap so fun. Dude. Yeah. When you yeah. fly through a building, they're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's yeah, too funny. Well, hey, it's been fun discussions, guys. Obviously, the majority of the show, typically we, we, uh, we wrap up the ALGS kind of post-show discussion a lot sooner, but given this is the end of Pro League and there's a lot to talk about, we extended. We had a couple other topics we wanted to get through, though. Uh, let's move on to our next big topic, which I think we'd be remiss to not mention. You know, yesterday, sadly, it was during ALGS, but we did have the 100K Women's Tournament. I'm not sure if you guys had a chance to catch that. I know you were both competing. All three of you were actually competing. But um, the women's scene right now is growing, I'd say fledgling, we need to throw a lot of fuel to it and support it in a much bigger way because there's so many talented women in the scene. Zanfle, you just played with Zora, got a top three finish. In, uh, I the saw a clip th of that tourney. Somebody, somebody was using my cheese spot above barometer. No way. Little, did you see that? Did you see that clip? The, no. There's like a little bush along the barometer wall towards uh, like zoo or whatever, like the middle of the map. There's like a little spot where it's all out of bounds, and then in the very back of it, it's not. It's crazy. It's like a crazy <laughs> little rat spot. I saw somebody. I might have to was, check this out. That's okay. actually dope. And you did that in the charity program and then someone redid it in the... I think we did actually hit okay. it in the charity okay. program. That's crazy, man. That's sick. So on that note, I want to hear you guys' thoughts. Obviously, big tournament yesterday. 100K tournament for the women's team is amazing. The fact that these women are playing in the Celestial Cup, it's the only women's league, for $1,500 was the final. And I think it's because people put up you know, $500 to help pay for that prize pool. is really a travesty. We need to do more to support that scene. So your thoughts uh, on the women's scene in general, and then I want to hear your thoughts on the tournament. But let's start with the women's scene in general. Anyone want to step in here? I mean, I, I think it's just, I think it's a great thing. I, I, I think that, you know, a lot of women have felt isolated from the space and, and having their own tournament system to really show out and perform and, and hone their skills. And I've seen a bunch of it, you know, flowing through my Twitter feed lately of, of all the women in the space getting hype about it. You know, they're super happy and they're, you know, they're tweeting about it. They're showcasing their sick clips and their good games and the big kill games that they're getting. They're even kind of uh, telling each other to, take it more seriously and trying to hold each other accountable because I saw, I think light it was uh, tweeted out of an image of every women's team being outside the zone. No one was playing zone. And it was like, we need to do better. And then that day or that next day, it was a bunch of teams playing zone and actually playing the games the right way. So, I mean, any, anything is going to be a positive. And I think having women more involved is, is a great thing for apex as a whole. No, I saw that picture. That picture was ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> that picture yeah. was ridiculous. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looked it looked pretty sweaty. Uh, there's definitely some like really stacked girl teams though that are just dropping like crazy kill crazy kill games yeah. in the in those tourneys, and uh, I think they definitely like can like hold their own in LGS as well. But uh, yeah. those tourneys are super cool. No, I think the inclusivity is great. I, I think any anybody who, regardless of who you are, should just have the opportunity to pursue any sort of passion that you want. So for women to have been striving to have an ecosystem for them to compete for a very long time, um, I, I know a lot of them have spoken a lot about a frustration about the lack of uh, seriousness and respect that that scene has received. So any sort of positive step in the right direction um, that they can have, I think is, is awesome. I think it's great for the game, it's great for them, and it's great for everybody to have you know, the opportunity to pursue their passions. And 100K for you know, the Women's League, I think that's like monumental, like that's awesome. And, and I genuinely hope that you know, more things like that happen. Because again, regardless of who you are, I think everyone should have the chance to like pursue what they want to be able to do. And yeah. uh, those opportunities are awesome. That's right. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna chime deep. in. I'm gonna that chime in here. Deep. What's deep pockets? You saying? What are you saying? Though that got deep. I did get deep. No, Damn, man. That's what I'm saying. We and on that note, I'm gonna chime in here as well because Manus loves women. That's okay. right. That's right. Manus, right. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad we're talking about this, guys. This is an important topic. I'm gonna, I'm gonna chime in here as well because I've been sharing this on you know my little stream and in, in a few other areas. Is at Pax East. I was kind of sharing this at the Pax East booth I was at, where they they flew out TSM Girl and Janie to compete instead of flying out men, which was amazing because it brought gave them the promotion they deserve. Look. I'm, I firmly believe that the fact that ALGS Championships main stage last year was 100% male-dominated men, and there was not one single girl or woman on that stage, is a travesty. Because it, madness is spot on. And the reality is in esports, unlike any other sport in the world, it is mind over muscle. There's no physical advantage that men have over women. So the, the fact that there's, it's still 100% male-dominated means that it's a societal issue. It's a cultural issue because it's, there's no physiological or physical advantage, that, again, that men have over women. And that's how you know that we need to do things as a community to step up and to change that and, and continue to work towards getting that stage to be 50-50. Because, again, if, if things were objectively fair, it, it should be 50-50 on that main stage. Again, if you think about it from a true objective point of view and perspective. So um, I really I think do we think... we only used to have Est like Estesu. Estesu, really? that's it. She was, that the, was only the only one. one. Now she's not, she's not in the pro league anymore. And we have Sabs, obviously, in the pro league, but she wasn't at LGS Championship. She hasn't made it to Lance. We, haven't, we have yet to have since... Krakow and Estesu, which is an invited spot. She got the yeah. she got the invited spot, which thank God she did because seven eight nine popped off in that event. They did got really top well. 10. They did really well in that event, which is amazing. And I think she she inspired so many other women to, to keep competing. But the fact that there's only been one one woman that's ever competed in, a, in an LGS LAN is insane. That actually was even before LGS. Technically, there's not single. She was on Luminosity Gaming, and Luminosity Gaming obviously signed two teams this week, which was big. So with that said, that's how you know it's a cultural and societal issue, and and that's where leading to the tournament yesterday. It's amazing. And we, you're right, you know, Light tweeted that picture and how, how pathetic it is that there, there's so many teams not, that are not rotating early. It's because the, the women haven't had the reps that the men have had because women have been scared to compete in the ALGS because of the harassment that they receive all the time for not being as good or, or, or just for, you know, the sound of their voice or their gender. I, I mean, I, I ask girls this all the time. Press one in the chat if you're a woman in our scene and you've gotten harassed in a game of Apex Legends for being a girl. Press one. I guarantee 90 to 100% of girls are going to say yes, they have. And that's unacceptable. Um, I, I've never gotten harassed in a game of Apex Legends for being a dude or for my voice. So the fact that that is happening, we need to fix this. It's a travesty. And we need to work as a community to blacklist any level of, of sexual harassment or, or, or that, that women receive. And we need to support and talk more about and, and call out the fact that we don't have women on that main stage until we finally do. And that, that 100K tournament yesterday is a big step in the right direction. Celestial Cup, everything that Yusakis and the team are doing is a 
big, big step in the direction. Uh, TSM signing an all-girls pro team, big step in the right direction, which then inspired Luminosity to sign two all-female teams this week. Not one, but two. LG Red and LG Green get signed by Luminosity. Amos Sisters, Giggle Automist, Dopey, Baby Ducks, and uh, the Latam team as Yo, well. Giggle had a scene. crazy we clutch in realm against Slayer. Did she? Did Slayer, she? your ass. You are ass. <laughs> Shout out Giggle. She went crazy, dude. She went crazy on his ass with Caustic, dude. It's, it's on Twitter somewhere. It's no way. We got to find that. That's sick, man. So yeah, I'm starting to get my soapbox there a little bit, but I think we need to do things like more like that. Men, the men with power, the men with the platform and the community need to speak more to it. And uh, it's an important topic, I think. So amazing. Congratulations to those two women's teams, LG Red and LG, LG Green. Shout out to Luminosity for stepping up and taking a stance and in, in, in a time where most esports are divesting or uh, you know winding down their investments in esports. They just invested in six more players uh, and two female teams, which is great. Um, so yeah, m- more. please support the women's scene. Watch it, support the girls, give them a chance to compete. I think the tournament yesterday is a great start. Lulu Lovely's playing in it. Clara at work is playing in it. Um, you see, I think, Baby Nikki and AC have competed in tournaments. We need girls, obviously, cracked. Uh, TSM Janie and that, that whole team, they're very, very talented. Sabs is holding it down as the only woman, I believe, in pro league in the world right now. So Sabs is leading the way. But I, I had a full conversation with them. I said, why don't you guys compete in the LGS Challenger Circuit? And they said, well, it's just, it's just not worth it. We're a little scared because we, we kind of get verbal if we don't qualify, if people judge us. I said, if you guys don't do that, and, and fight the harassment you receive, then all the other women won't. You guys are the the, the epitome, and people will look up to you. So the, the fact that they've been competing now is amazing. All time put in for LGS because like we used to like not qual back in the day for because when you used to you used to have to qual for every single tournament. And I mean, Eric, you remember that back in the day? Every single LGS was its own thing, and like there were so many teams that wouldn't qual, like even big teams. And like it's just all about like playing the game regularly. And even tier two tournaments is not the same as playing like tier one and like algs there's so many it's just you learn every you you learn something every match right and challenger circuit included because they're they're saying maybe it's not the best practice yeah. for us because the mean, first couple rounds are not are as much joke. in challenger not not, not as, as much, much in challenger. challenger but you can still take away from it but it's just learning something every single match it, yeah. it, but at the highest level like the the algs top 30 teams it, it's it's completely different same day yeah, that's the hard thing. Girls, you know, women, women won't get there unless they and get you, through challenge circuit. Yeah, you're there literally like you have to play. Like you see new teams that like on paper in uh, like you see tripods gaining their stride now, and like they've been, they've found their comp. They found that like you you They've've learn a mistake every too. single time. Every time you make a little mistake, you learn from that. You learn from that mistake, and like that's it's right. it's just repetitive time and time and time. And we definitely have had a jump start, like all of like us three in the call for sure. We just have so much experience on it. So that's right, it's a jump start over the women who haven't had a chance to compete. And yeah, exactly. shout out to the girls that are paving the way. Girl qualified for ALGS split one. She called it a couple online tournaments. Obviously, as Desu, the pioneer, um, uh, FZ in the South American scene. She was competing for a long time, but she kind of felt like she got forced out because of her gender. Is what is what she shared. Uh, and then of course, Sabs right now holding holding holding. I mean, it girl down still kills you, it. She has. That experience and you, and like she like proves like if you have that experience like yeah like it's just all about like not like hating on them and okay. just getting that experience to say something on that day. yep and i i hope this doesn't like i hope this comes across the right way because you're gonna get hate i got so much hate when i was a online warrior back in halo back in the day where everyone was like oh he's gonna suck he's never gonna make it he's never gonna go to tournaments he's always gonna be an online warrior he's never gonna be good enough on the big stage so much that I turned into motivation because at the end of the day, when I did do those things that everyone said I couldn't, it was just a big, like double middle finger to the sky. Like I effing told you I was going to do it. So as much hate and as, as harsh as it can be, and as, you know, as you know, depending on how your mental is and whatever it is that you go through, especially when you're trying to be like the best of the best or put yourself in the spotlight with all those 
top players, like people are going to hate on you. And the only way to give them the middle finger or prove them wrong is by doing what they're telling you that, that you can't. So like, yes, it's going to suck at times. Maybe even just like, don't use social media as much focus on what your goals are. So then you can come back to that and, and just say, I did exactly what other people said I couldn't do. Cause it's not easy. Like, I mean, you see how tweet about his mental, like they, and now a lot of that had to do with them performing wrong. Cause I guarantee you it had to do with his stream always, you know, being upset or seeing constant comments. Like we all go through adversity and beating it or proving other people wrong is such a good motivational tool that, that men, women, everyone needs to use to, to better themselves. Because like the satisfaction you get from accomplishing those goals is like nothing that you'll ever feel. And, and you just want more of it. Yep. I'm into that. And obviously, you know, I don't yeah. think Snipe is comparing what women go through to his experience necessarily saying it's no. the same oh, thing. Yeah, it's obviously no. a completely, no, different completely thing, different. but he's just saying as an example, I, I agree with you, you know, fight, fight through the hate as much as it is tough. And, and again, us men need to step up. And, and back then the pros, you know, uh, Gandhi and all the old school pros snapped down should have stepped up and said, you know, support supported you. And in the same way that our pros now need to step up as well. And the men in the community need to step up with that said, yeah, fight through the hate if you can. That's why I'm really proud of the TSML girls team. You know, Janie and Avali for for competing in, in ALGS Challenger Circuit. They kind of made that big decision after the conversation in Boston that I had with them about this exact thing. Step down. So I love that you're bringing that up. Uh, for those that are asking, you know, why we don't have any women on on, on the on this podcast, uh, we actually are bringing Claire at work on this podcast. She's going to come on today um, and uh, is going to be on in a future show. Uh, so shout out to Clara, shout out to all the women in our scene. That's why we wanted to highlight this topic because it's a topic that needs to be discussed, and we need to do more to to bring light to what is probably, the, in my opinion, the biggest single travesty in this community it's not fixing audio it's not servers it's not respawn it's not this or that it, it's this it's, it's the topic of uh, of gender equality in esports um and, and uh, i think it's important that we bring 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 some uh, promotion to it so let's wrap up this discussion a great discussion for sure um shout out to every single woman in the scene girl in the scene that supports each other one another and we, we need to support you as well let's keep on improving and apex is a beautiful thing it's the most inclusive uh, community that I've ever been a part of, most welcoming community, most diverse community. And let's continue to lean into that strength as a community as we become better together. So uh, I think that is it. Oh, sure. One last topic, just wrap ups. We always wrap up with this state of Apex and ALGS. I want to hear your guys' thoughts. You could, you could double down on the women's scene. I'm going to give you guys kind of one last kind of thought, one last discussion point. You can double down on the women's scene. You could talk about the game. You could talk about ALGS and LAN, anything you want to talk about. State of the community. Yeah, they, they, they fixed my free dude they fixed my free attachment no more silent nemesis dude that shit came with a silencer on it well, how did they fix that shit in three days i had to deal with it for the whole split i want my free attachment back <laughs> the only thing with a silencer on it in the game dude, you're mad about sick. that you're mad yeah. about that you, yeah, you, you enjoyed it attachment. were you literally That's using sick. the nemesis knowing that it had yeah. an audio issue like I, about was, to say. I wasn't doing it but I, oh my god i hated it chaotic <laughs> used it though you happy they fixed it. I just use it because it's the best weapon in the game, pretty much. So it's so good. I can't wait till they nerf it. Uh, with that said, let's, I want to hear you guys. You, you can talk about the game. You can talk about state of the game. What are your guys' thoughts about state of Apex and the LGS? Um, I can just wrap it Miller? up then first. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think the game. I, I think the problem. The, the main thing that I wanted to speak about is like I'm hoping eventually we have some sort of uh, meta change. And I know that us pros kind of seem like we're just beating that down all the time. And it's because it's it's our livelihood, it's our job, it's what we play for a living. And the thing is, is like, I have an undying passion for the game, and I've had it. I've, I mean, I've been around competitive since CLG. That's like almost four years at this point. It's been a long time that I've been full time playing this game for a Crazy. living. Crazy. And I'm internally grateful for that as well. But it's something that is really frustrating is the fact that we've undergone the same relative meta 
for the last like two years where it's just constant scan abusing where it went from bloodhound and seer um i'm hopeful that things will change in time um i'm a little bit more skittish i guess is the best word i can think of at the moment because they they highlighted this season was going to be the fact that they were going to be working on that and a lot of people were like scan meta's gone it's gone and it just hasn't changed at all um i think it'd be really exciting to see a new meta soon i'm hopeful things will change in time it would just be a really nice breath of fresh air and plus me specifically i would just love to be able to play wraith again it's one of my favorite characters and i feel like my skill set really shines way more above that than me playing seer which i have to now that's it for me i love it great info and you, you decided to focus more on gameplay and meta which i which i think is great and again this can be anything guys it's your the floor is yours final thoughts state of the game state of apex state of our sport designful you go next Oh, uh, yeah, I'm just, like, basically the complete opposite of madness. I just really hope that they, like, put boxes around everybody on the map and, like, oh. literally just zero scale, and it's just all about playing controller. Yeah, because the design like, needs it, apparently. Around walls. Yeah. So, the like, team if comes. they could just add, like, a legend that, like, just permanent ESPs, like, that'd be lit. Fortnite? Let's get on that. Apex? Fortnite, yeah. you can build boxes wherever you want? Yeah, yeah, basically. Oh, yeah, start cranking 90s? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what we need for to explode as a, as a, as a New game. character, yeah. Ballistics should just have permanent ESP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What an insightful and brilliant way and yeah. passionate. I'm just inspired design for wrap up your final thoughts. It was eye-opening. It really was. Snipe down. <laughs> I love you, design. I mean, getting Seer out of the meta is the best thing that could happen to the game. I think we'd see an unbelievable amount of diversity in team comps once he's gone. Um, we'd have probably a lot of cryptos. I think there, but I obviously I've always been a very hard advocate for no scans whatsoever should happen in any game any competitive game it takes a huge skill out of what it takes to be a professional which is awareness decision making and seeing triangles on the screen or where people are at at all times is just something that you should have as a pro player it's one of the number one skills that i tried to hone as a halo player um, is just having that awareness almost keeping like a top-down view of the map and keeping track of as many people as you can what their moves are where they're going to be and i feel like that's just been a dulled skill I've seen a lot of games start adding wall hacks into their into their gameplay, and it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Radar, whatever it is, it just it just is taking a huge skill out of the game. Um, overall, I mean, we touched on this a little yesterday. I think Apex is on a good trend. I mean, a new season always brings in a lot of new players. Hopefully, you know that doesn't mean that with every update comes more issues. And then, are we going to go through the same transition that we just did, where it takes a month and a half to fix a game breaking bug like audio? That's my biggest concern is will this open form of communication that we've just saw with them fixing audio, they finally, it seems, I have not had any audio issues since that update, whatever, three days ago, it's been, it's been good. Why did that take so long? And is that what we're going to continue seeing? Or are we going to continue seeing this? Oh, we're responsive and we're going to work on these issues and fix them. I think that's yeah. just the biggest question mark for me right now. But overall, I'm, I'm happy with the way things have been going over the past week which you know that's a pretty short time frame from what we were at before yeah i think that's crazy how much like happier people are that the sound is good yeah i said it i was like i'll take the old audio tracers i will take the old audio that everyone complained about over whatever the hell it was that we were playing on i was like i will never complain again if if i don't have to deal with that silent bang olds like yeah so bad i was like that's also like an abusive relationship at the same time where like they give you like a little bit of something and then they take it away and then they're like oh well you had it great before so we'll see. <laughs> Manager, are you going to say something as well? Uh, no, up. all I was going to say is I think the, the time that it takes to fix bugs, I think, is not always like 
huge. I think as long as it's communicated, I think that's the biggest thing that if you want to keep a close relationship with the community, and that's something that has a lot of pros, like, the longer it takes to communicate things, I think the quicker that you see more pros start speaking out negatively about a, a situation. And at least if there's a consistent, good form of communication from the devs, regardless, like, hey, we know this is a problem. We don't know when we can fix it, and we don't know how long it's going to take, but trust me, we're, like, actively allocating resources to fix it. I think you would see a lot less negativity spread around the community. That's just me that, personally. I don't but... think anybody would be opposed to like rolling back like an update. Like if, if an update came out and it was like game breaking, we could like roll back the update for like a week or two. Like nobody, I'm, I'm sure a lot more people will be pissed off about those bugs than what? Whoa. I had him muted, but I didn't hear it. So, but wasn't that what the old Steam client was supposed to be? But they, they took that away from us. We're like, we were supposed to, we could play on old patches or old versions of the game um, yeah. where we had everything Last unlocked. Pro like that, that was what Last Pro League was. So, I don't know. I don't know the reasoning why that got taken away because that should have been the solution for us playing with these audio issues. We should have just been playing on the old patch. Um, you can still get the cosmetics when the update comes back out. Like, I, I'm sure nobody would like be concerned with rolling a patch back. Even like like the live game. Even like the the public play, like the the like the pub players, the casual players, they're gonna be more pissed off dying to silent bullets than. Like well, if we, not I don't know, think though, but... I don't think that was a very common thing in. Non-custom lobbies. I'm pretty sure the silent audio was almost specifically related to I got it in custom lobbies. Sure. I got it very rarely in comparison. I got it almost 80% of the games I was playing in custom lobbies, it felt like. So mm -hmm. I feel like that's why we noticed it way more. We, I also wasn't playing ranked. Like, the ranked was infested with cheaters. So I, I, I could just have a small sample size because I was pretty much only playing customs. But it was, I mean, it was to the point of I, I didn't even want to play the game. I was dying every game to silent audio, nades, bangle, or ult, whatever it was. Yeah, I mean, well, the show, like, after you guys talked about it on the show, it got fixed, so we got to keep this going. You guys got to keep supporting it. Yeah. Sure, appreciate you, homie. Let's, let's get Apex going. That's right, and uh, I appreciate that, and that's the, that's the goal. I mean, the goal of this show is to, you know, really bring promotion and light to the players who deserve it, to the pro players, by the, by the pros, for the community, and have a chance for y'all to build your brands, but then also to bring light to important topics and discussions. Last Sunday, we discussed the Nemesis. We showed the clip of Nocturnal. That clip then got posted by Dot Esports and journalists that were watching the day after, Snipe Down and Albert Lully sharing their opinions. A couple of days later, things got fixed. Again, it's been, it's been awesome to see. It's been refreshing to see how uh, you know com communication and clarity can help drive change, how we can drive change. And that's the goal of what we're trying to do here. So a massive thank you to every single one of y'all in the, in the stream for watching and supporting this. Uh, to the pros that uh, that join us and have a chance to talk through some important topics. I am not afraid to you know, bring up the topics that are really important that we need to discuss as long as we do it in a constructive, kind way. And I love what you said, Madness. It doesn't, it's okay if it doesn't get fixed in days or a week or two weeks because you respect that devs have lives, work-life yeah. balance, and they're humans, right? Uh, yeah. But communication, clarity, transparency from the community team, it responded super important. It was awesome that we got that, that fixed. And then they issued a, you know, a statement to kind of explain yeah. that it was fixed. But we need more of that. I definitely do agree with that. Yeah. Awesome. On that note, so, let's wrap up. A massive, massive thank you to our special guests for today, Designful of Madness. I'll see you guys next weekend after we win. Damn straight, you're guys. coming right back let's on the show, it. brother. No, for design, you, you brought so much comedy to the stream. It's insane, man. You killed it, bro. Everyone, if you guys are looking for the most entertaining pro player in, in the ALGS, make sure to follow Designful on all things socials. Give him a follow on his stream. If you're looking for the brains, the IGL, 
that's been around since the beginning, multi-champion madness with Skirt and CLG, the original Backstreet Boys of Apex Legends. I, I used to call you guys Madness, Nice Wig, and Noko. Good old days, man. Those were good times. The BSB of Apex, man. And of course, Snipe Down, longest lasting and oldest professional. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not going to roast you like that. The, the pro has been yeah, doing it for- That's a compliment. I'll take it. I own compliment. it, man. That's I right. own it. That's right. I respect it. But multi-champion as well from Halo comes over to Apex, wins in the champion with TSM as well. Make sure to follow these guys. Show them support. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. We hope you enjoyed this rendition of Apex After Hours. There's a special two-day event as we had Pro League yesterday and today covering all types of topics. Thank you to Dropped and Verholst for joining us yesterday. This will be live on Spotify and YouTube following the show either tonight or early tomorrow morning. So if you want to catch this back and uh, maybe while you're at the gym or in your commute to work this week, please feel free. And I saw a couple questions Cosmetics. in chat. I'm going to uh, actually make sure to uh, go live right after the stream. I want to make sure to clarify and do a little bit of a Q&A with y'all because it seems like speaking of communication and clarity, it seems like you guys have some questions for me. So I'll go live on this on my stream right after this to give a chance for, for y'all to clarify any questions you have for After Hours and what we're doing with After Hours, Apex Rising, and trying to grow the Apex community. But thank you so much for watching, everybody. Let us know if you have any feedback for us at all. Please leave comments on the YouTube channel and, of course, on Twitter at Apex After Hours. Competitive Reddit community, thank you for all the engagement and great uh, ideas you've had as well. On behalf of myself, I'm follow up my co-host, Snipe Down, of course, our special guest today, Madness, as well as Designful, and our executive producer, Chrono Creative. Thank you so much for watching, everybody. We will catch you next time, next week, after the regional final, maybe a midweek special if you guys want it. Let us know on Twitter for the, uh, the next rendition of Apex After Hours.